Welcome into the locker room. Coming up on tonight's show, life's a pitch and then you play at the Estadios Orilla. <laughs> the Lopetegui loving seems to be coming from most of his players. And Mbappe, Cavani and Neymar all started their first game together this season. All three scored. So we will ask, are they football's most terrific trident right now? We'll answer that question and many more usual suspects here with me on the desk tonight. And we will get straight into it. Barcelona managed to get a second win in their second league game of the season. But the match was made that much more difficult due to the terrible state of the playing surface at the Jose Zaria. La Liga has said they'll take disciplinary action. Bayadolid have said they'll accept responsibility. But how is this game allowed to go ahead? Well, you got to feel sorry a little bit for Valladolid, although they are the ones that are going to have to carry this one off. They were involved in the playoffs, and if you know anything about Spanish football, that lasted almost into the World Cup. <laughs> then they also end up getting a bad load of grass. They had to ship, like that didn't oh, sound the, right, yeah, had grass, to ship the back. The grass was all right, well, the, no, the one that was laid. No, but then also there was the diesel fuel for the trucks that were supposed to bring it in. Someone stole the <laughs> diesel fuel, but... <laughs> they should have had this done before Thursday, before you're facing Barcelona. Should have had a better gardener. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a, a, an embarrassment for the club and for the league. And the league have got egg all over their face, big time. Can you just imagine that pitch ever, ever being allowed to take place in the vaunted EPL or in Serie A or in the Turkish League? I don't think you could. Yeah. And I think and they've got to take it square on the jaw that La Liga dropped the ball. Well, it's like you said, all that was missing was the gopher popping his yeah. head off. And it's, 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 tough. it's tough to play soccer on that, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's difficult for Barcelona, and we saw once or twice the ball jump up and down. But for me, the biggest thing from a footballer's point of view is you can end your career on yes. that sort of thing. Injured. And that's exactly how my career ended. I put my foot in the divot, I went one way, my foot didn't, everything tore, and that was the end of it. So, and when there were massive divots, there were big holes that were appearing like when in you that go into your house and you're looking for your key under the I mean, it's a pity we're in 2018, the best league in, in the world, the yeah. greatest players mm. in the world, as Gary said, and there's a huge risk of injury. And PK yeah. comes out and is very harsh about it, but he's absolutely right. These circumstances were poor, and this is, can't be a budget reason. Come on, this is ridiculous. No, the timing of the team. schedule, like, uh, like yeah. Phil's health and injuries. But, but you know, the biggest part for me, when the game started and you saw Messi in in, in, in this this look on his face and he's looking behind like what like you know remember that 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 song i, f I feel the earth move. that's what it was like yeah, i mean he's looking like it was a, 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 yeah. an earthquake going on yeah. horrific still with all that going against him usman dembele did manage to score the only goal of the game and he seems to be growing in importance in this team in every game that he plays he scored the deciding goal in the supercopper against sevilla so are we still starting to see the best of yeah, the Frenchman. I think we might be. What is it, four goals in seven matches? But he must give a big thank you to Sergio Roberto because he not only kept that ball in play, and it wasn't a great Suarez pass, to be fair. It was over. Mm. Have a look. It's far too long. But Sergio not only keeps it in, he finds Dembele, who's in space. A good finish, and if he doesn't hit it right, continues there. But for me, the hard work comes from Sergio Roberto with his run and that accurate header. Shouldn't be too surprised at Sergio Roberto though, for doing <laughs> no, that. Because he still always good, does though, it. Hey? That's, yeah. that's what he wow. does. He never ever gives up. Mm. I still think it was a tremendous pass. Maybe a little bit overweighted like Gary says, but Roberto, you're right, yeah. magnificent. You, you look at Dembella right now, he's rounding into form. And let's face it, Valverde is stuck with this yeah. kid. And you know what, Valverde, he might have brought in Malcolm to maybe get 
a kick under the backside here because Dembele has improved his attitude. He can play on both flanks. He scores a screamer in the, co in the, yeah. in the Super Copa. Brilliant. Yeah. And then he tucks one, a tough ball rock right. away with the inside of his yeah. foot. Absolutely. Is his dribbling there? But you know what? He's, he's getting comfort Alba. And then he gets the assist from Roberto on the other side as well. I think he's really coming into his own. And still points, young at 21. points and he's still developing. My situation is he can sense the, the, the chemistry. Barcelona's always mm -hmm. been one of those chemistry type of teams. You know, we've seen it with all the different editions of them. And something's going on. And it's not just through La Masia. I question whether Dembele right now has that same sort of real chemistry between Suarez and Messi. And it may develop right in front of our eyes. But, but is, there, is there chemistry between Suarez and Messi? From no, Messi, I, there's chemistry with all, with anyone, even people in the stands. Yeah, no, but I, I, I think when you're taking a look, especially going through Luis Enrique and now into Valverde, mm. uh, that's something that a lot of the longtime Barcelona fans are upset about. Is it, They love the Sergio Roberto's. And, and it was that effort that went along with the skill of the other players. You have Busquets who's still there, you have Messi, Piquet, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, in some ways, these are mercenaries, and it's Valverde's job to try and put them together. And, well, and, and to try and make sure that Suarez starts scoring. Because well, that's that is the flip side that's of it. Luis Suarez's performance was not quite so positive as Dembele's was. Now, I know that this is a word that we've mentioned today on our podcast, Football Crazy. Ray doesn't like it because the question was, is Luis Suarez on the decline or is he just out of form? But you don't like the use of that word, It's Ray. a harsh word for a, a player that is truly still world class, but he is in a funk. And you can look at it any which way, you can cut it any which way you like. The, the player isn't as sharp, he's not as hard, yeah. he's not as hard as what he was. He still takes his knocks, he still hits well, the channels, he'll still be a good... He's not young, right? He's, he's 31 touch, years of age. His and it's, touch is letting him go, but it's 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 a, know, but Some players are nice and thin at 31 and they can... He looks, he looks heavy, he looks like he's struggling for the extra yard. And if you lose a yard against such good defenders, right. I'm not so sure you can be at the same level. I don't decline the right word. He scored five goals in 13 games at the start of last season. He scored one yeah. goal in the UCL, by the way, in the last right, year, year right, and a half, right. and he struggles again. The interesting part is that when I look at Uruguay, and, and he didn't have a great game, but it almost seems like at 31 right now because he has to hit channels. That's a lot of space to cover out of a 4-3-3. Right. With Cavani, they always play out of a 4-4-2. Right. And he's got a big guy that he can play yeah, off. All play of a sudden, off he yeah, doesn't yeah. have to bridge 10, yeah. 20, 30, 40 yards, and he seems more comfortable yeah. there. And with Barca right now, it's, 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 it's a match. tough thing. Do you yeah, think yeah. maybe, okay, maybe Phil, now. that the Griezmann was bought or they try to buy him to actually replace Suarez. I think they saw this coming. They had Griezmann lined up, they thought they got their man, and then all of a Slightly sudden it different falls Slightly different style through. player, but you could but see him yeah. as a younger version of yeah. Suarez. We're gonna have to mm. wait. We well, are still to come. The pressure mounts on Mourinho at Manchester United after uh. Monday's loss to Spurs. We will discuss that <laughs> shortly on The Locker Room. But before we go to break, we received some sad news today in the world of US soccer with the passing of Ron Newman, Phil. Uh, this is a guy I know who the guy to my right cares about with all of his heart. Ron Newman was an icon, and every time you see uh, soccer on television in this country, I think you owe a debt of gratitude to Ron. From his days in Atlanta, through Fort Lauderdale, Dallas, San Diego, Kansas City, he was ever, it's like Johnny Appleseed uh, dropping soccer balls around. And I remember one story that, uh, that we've talked about quite a bit back in your playing days, Ray, and it was uh, a stretch where they were trying to make a run for the playoffs. And 
they were in a little bit of a losing streak. And they, the strikers always had interesting ways to introduce the players. This time they had the players lining up behind a hearse and it came up with a funeral dirge going out to, to midfield. They pull the casket out and Ron Newman jumps out, grabs the microphone and says, we're not dead yet. <laughs> now on a day like today, uh, I mean, that seems a, a little sad, but he isn't dead because every time you see soccer on TV, you see a little kid kicking a ball around, you owe a debt of gratitude to Ron Newman because it's because of him, in many ways, soccer's still kicking. He was a very dear friend of mine in a, in a profound way. He was my first coach in the North American Soccer League. Um, and I send me deepest condolences to his wife, Olive and um, Tracy and uh, Guy, uh, the son and daughter. Um, he wasn't just a, a salesman uh, either. He was a he was a good relating coach of a man. Um, wanted to take me to San Diego Soccer's to play with, in the indoor league. I remember he always was the first time uh, on the phone. Always wanted to take me with him. So I, I was a bit of a favourite of Ron's, and I was proud to be that because he knew his football. He was a tremendous player, and he was a real leader of this game that we have today. He was one of the true pioneers, and. Uh, should be uh, never ever forgotten. No, okay, lovely words from the both of you there. Still to come on the locker room, Julian Lopetegui is starting to mark his territory at Real Madrid, but is it upsetting others in other areas? We praise PSG's three-pronged attack and Ray's not going to be happy to know that Sergio Ramos's penalty didn't make the <gasps> goals list. Obviously, it's a big change, but yeah, we're all really enjoying it. The, the the atmosphere in the dressing room is very good. Obviously, a lot of the Spanish players know the manager from the national team, so yeah, it's it's, it's all settled in very well, and uh, yeah, we hope to build on this performance. Bueno, tenemos otros jugadores, otro otro tipo de, de juego, otro entrenador también, y yo creo que jugamos más al al fútbol, a la circulación del balón, y, y ya está. Nosotros somos somos tres a, adelante y podemos cambiar de de sitio es Es bueno para, para el equipo. No, yo creo que son, son ajustes, ¿no? Son ajustes y el míster sabe, sabe los ajustes que tiene que hacer. Claro que la segunda parte estaba más cómoda, ¿no? Jugando en mi, mi posición solo, pero eh, el míster está ahí y, y hay que felicitar a él también porque en la segunda parte, con, después que lo que, ha, lo que ha hablado para nosotros en el descanso, eh, ha hecho toda total diferencia en el partido. Very telling there from the Real Madrid players, buying into the coach's philosophy. It is early days, of course, but what changes are you guys seeing with Lopetegui's management? There's a few things that stand out. The word team comes back, both for Lopetegui and his players, who are obviously buying into it. The second thing, possessing the ball, playing on behalf of the opponent. We've even heard that from Madrid. It's been very successful in Zidane, but it was a different philosophy. Lopetegui's philosophy with Spain, Porto, whatever it might have been, has possession football. Good grouping in midfield. He's got a stack midfield to play the way he wants to play on behalf of the opponent. 70 plus percent possession the last two games, and all of a sudden, stars are emerging. Asensio has gotten that pet on mm -hmm. the back, which yeah. is so important. Yeah. And Isco both came through La Proteca when was with the Federation as young players. Six players were in the Spanish national team. He was a Madrid player, by the way, and a goalkeeper. Goalkeepers don't make good coaches, but he might hey, be the only steady. one to ever. So I think he has a lot of very positive things going for him. And you know yeah. what? He made a statement to Marcelo and said, we press together yep. as a team. Did, if man. you don't join in, I'm going to play Nacho then put somebody else in. You know what? Ballsy move, but well done. But he, he was a little bit lucky in this, and I'm not knocking the performance by Real Madrid, but they get a, they get a penalty, which was really some poor defending. Uh, then they get the second one, which right. is going to come up in a moment here. Yeah? And I mean, there's your, your fan. 
91. This is the second one, Perapons. He should clear it here, so he makes one error. He turns and hacks Asensio to the ground. So suddenly Real Madrid are back in the match, and then from then they look good. So I'm saying, yeah, I like what I've seen, but severe um, away coming up next month, Atleti home, that for me will be the real test of just how good this new Real Madrid but is. But let me ask you this, from what we've seen, and we were talking about this yesterday, mm -hmm. this is a more entertaining Real Madrid than what we saw under Zinedine Zidane. Uh, you see the flow, you see the effort to attack, and you're absolutely right. We won't really know how good they are against the best competition. But I think they're playing better than Barcelona right now. Yeah, I agree. The teams wow. that they've played against haven't been the most stellar teams. And, but this Girona team came out and really took it to them in the first half. And, and beat I them think, in this fixture last year. Exactly. But I think they showed as well that there's still a work in progress. And I think Lopetegui is learning. You don't just parachute into a club like Real Madrid, and even though everybody's watched them, and you just don't automatically snap your fingers and get it right. He's learning with the players. The signs are good, like Thomas says. And, the, and, and, and we know that this team seems to be a lot happier. But there's a long way to go, and I agree with Gary. It may be a little yeah. bit early to start saying that they are going to win uh, La Liga. But <laughs> 17 <laughs> points, they may, with this setup, they may narrow it down. Yeah. Is it yeah. too early to say that this could be Gareth Bale's best season yet well, in a Real sure. Madrid show? It, it, should, oh, no it should be his best, best season because he's now the focal point and the ball's coming to him more often and he's got players playing well around him. But and he hasn't uh, missed 15 games yet. Yeah, exactly, if he stays fit. <laughs> but he's got to make up for so much that they're missing with CR7 that I don't know what their expectations are. I'm sure he'll but have a very good he's season. Said, he's and actually Benz. come out and said the goals will be shared around. So Ben scores it's, a few more. We're not expecting more. one player to score They've got to score 50 more between them all. That's a huge I've said that for ask. five weeks now. That will happen. It will what, happen. And more. the signs are there. Absolutely. Wow. Ben scored two, by the way. How okay. many did he score last year? Do you remember? Three. Uh, five. Oh, so he's five. got 20% in the season. first two games. Okay. Isco will get more production because he'll play more minutes. And Bale, right, absolutely. So yeah. it's by twos and threes. I need but to get Bale 50. Bale will be 25 yeah. plus. 27 under over with Ronaldo. I go 27 over with Bale wow. and 27 under with Ronaldo in series. Ah, Bale has shown. Two games now, so good start for Real Madrid. Absolutely, it's their best start in seven years. Thank you for scoring. A question, question for me, Marcelo. Does he survive this? Because when he gets pulled off, they looked a lot better with Nacho. But here's Simon. Here's a quote for you from from Betragueño. He said, as soon as Marcelo came off, we didn't have defensive problems. That's from oh, a director. Right. He's just trying to divert where the next topic's going. <laughs> we haven't got time. Okay, we haven't got time for the next Old topic. Old Trafford on Monday. Jose Mourinho's <laughs> biggest ever home defeat in all competitions as a manager. Let's take a look back at how the goals were scored. Sorry, Gary. Oh, Kay, I was hoping you wouldn't have time for this, really. We that was a highlight, Mo this. hugging Pochettino. 50th minute, Trippier with the corner, Harry Kane finding space, lovely header. He's a fantastic striker, Harry Kane. I mean, it's, a, it's a wonderful header, but Phil Jones for me... Not Phil Jones. Phil this Jones is, is practically an absolute nightmare no. to prepare your team no, but against Phil Jones, the best set-piece guy Phil Jones is marking him. If Get Phil two Jones people on the polls, Gary Bailey. But Phil Jones has got Phil to do Jones. more. Phil Jones is being found He's by Ericsson, yeah, Lucas Morris. Uh, there's a lot of being blamed around there, and the, I'm looking yeah. at the goalkeeper a little bit as well, boys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's a question for me. They played under Herrera as a centre back. He's not a centre back. He was lost. And this. Smalling here doesn't mm. even get a tackle in. Mora I know. Well done, in. Lucas Mora. But in the centre of the goal, K, we were a disaster. And the rest of the match, in a funny way, we weren't that bad. But it looks terrible. Spain and now Manchester. United, the last 16 shots that David De Gea has faced, he stopped four. 
Yeah. I mean, there's problems there, and you can't just blame the two guys in front of him either. Well, you should put a lot of the blame on the two guys in front of him. It's been a horrible summer for Man United. Yeah. This has been yeah. coming. This was a big, big statement game. Mourinho in the uh, post-game match, everybody saw the interview he did. He looked frustrated, he looked angry with everybody else. He said the tactics were right. Uh, the defending, he never actually mentioned yeah. names, and he didn't throw anybody under a bus, so that's a good thing. Yes. It was a huge a WTF moment for him. Okay, he makes six changes, which is which is huge. After he had a four-minute on Friday press conference right. where he didn't want to talk, basically, and he makes two or three critical errors. So tactically, he's he was poor. Motivationally, this team has given up on him. Let's be real honest. Look at Pogba, look at those guys right there. It's almost like what happened to Chelsea and Madrid in his third but year but as well. But is he showing he was right and he did need reinforcements? He did need reinforcements. And here's the good, here's the good news for Man United and Bailey. The, lo the last time we lost two of our first three matches oh, was yeah, a 92-93. And we won oh, the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won the league title. Everything's going to be all right. right. Just keep yes. putting Ander Herrera in the back three and you'll be fine. Still to come, Mbappe, uh, Neymar, Cavani, are they football's best front three? We'll answer rare. that when we come back. What were you thinking? This is a manager in Romania getting a red card for tackling a player. <laughs> the winner gets sent off for this. See, you kind of take the football out of the <laughs> You still want to be on there. Great Good stuff. haircut as well. Brilliant. Are you kidding me? Got it all going. Sent off for the haircut. <laughs> Maybe he was. Brilliant. Maybe it was a second book of all offence. Right, for the first time this season, Mbappe, Cavani and Neymar, or the MCN as they've been named in France, started together. All of them scored, and once again, they staked their claim as football's best new trident, did they, Ray Hudson? I think uh, pretty much. I mean, they were wonderful together individually, they were inspirational for each other, and they seemed to be getting along with that, that, that real good sense. We saw when Neymar was at his best in Messi and in Suarez, in that sort of bubbling up in, in front of these. Uh, the linking up very... Uh, very, very e easily, and, and look at the enjoyment that they're seeing in this team. Good stuff. Well, absolutely. I, Tim Way ended up not dressing for this one because Cavani was back healthy. It's important for him to get involved as well. Um, and I think the main thing is, can they keep Neymar healthy and happy? If they keep him happy, right. everyone's happy. Yeah. And I'm just looking at those three and saying two of the top five in the world are in those three, which is Neymar and Mbappe. And Cavani's one of the best strikers yeah. in the world. Tank. So Big the tank. three together, unbelievable. When I look at Messi, Suarez is struggling, De Belez new. I look at Bale, Benz, Liverpool. and Asensio. Liverpool, Salah, Firmino, Mane, maybe. But right now, I would no. say Mbappe, Neymar and Cavani, S. the best in the world. Ass is going first, A-S-S. -S. Aguero, Sterling, and who's the third one? Sane. Yeah, I even okay. take okay. F well, Sané to get off the bench right. now. Yeah. Firmino FSM is the, yeah, is the Liverpool, one. Liverpool. Time for T.O.P. Yeah. Goals. Not featuring Sergio Ramos's Penenka. Sorry, Ray. Oh, in a number no. five, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a number five, Bertrand Traore. Uh, it's a lovely goal, though. It comes right from deep as well. And look, the holes hesitates and then recalibrates and then detonates. But this came from way, way, way back in the corner flag area. And they built it up beautifully. But this was finished on impeccably by Bertrand Traore, the wow. Burkino Faso lad. Nice, Ray. 
has said number five is that one. Number four, Phil, is Asi Yaramendi. Well, and it's Sociedad against Leganes. Not an easy team to beat, but when you can shoot like that, why not? Iyada takes this one off the poor clearance inside the mm. box. The one thing you don't want to do if you're a goalkeeper, mm. send it right back to the middle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> nice stuff there for La Real. But in at number three, it's a 17-year-old, Gary. 17-year-old Italian. Look at this guy, Pietro Pellegri. Strong, strips the defender of the ball, bangs it past the keeper. And I'm going to tell you something now about this kid playing for Monaco. At 17, I think he's the new Christian Vieri because he can head the wow. ball. He's physically strong. He's good on the left foot. Look at him there. Strong 17, strength. look how strong he is. Is he takes good? it off the defender and sticks it in the top corner here, Ray. Is he good looking, good looking? Like good looking. Yeah, yeah, he loves good the looking. beach. He loves he the women. He said himself he was raised on a diet of bread oh, and yeah. Genoa. That's why he started out. Good All right, Thomas. Here we go. That game. Talk to me, Francois. Francois. Oh. Come on, oh, Francois. Same game, by the way, uh, Gary Bale. Mm. There's some talent in this team, Bordeaux. Woo. That's the winner. What we TT must have taught him. Pretty Love quick. That. The little layback, the little nice, <laughs> nice team goal there. Come on, Francois. In at number one, though, Turkish Super League, Alil Akbunar with a screamer for Gostepe oh. against oh. Look at that boy. That's a midfielder's wow. dream. No wonder you took that one, K. Murray. Wow. <laughs> won the game for them wow. as well. All right, you know, there's a better goal with a better no. celebration. This is the ceremonial kickoff. Marseille against Stade Rene, but this is young Yassine Laseb. It's an emotional story. His father and a friend killed 10 years ago in a bus ride to a Marseille game. He scores the goal, and watch this. He does his best Cristiano Ronaldo. Give this kid the goal of the week. Well, Ray wanted to give this man the goal hey, of the week. Oh, okay. This is the most impeccable penalty kick oh. you'll ever see. Uh, Penenka, as they call it, but the touch is as soft as a mother's kiss at bedtime, oh. and the height as well, Thomas. Yep. Uh, Sandy Bono putting him on his ass. And, <laughs> and lest the goalkeeper stand Ezequiel still. Right. Avila, a spin and a volley to level it for Wesker. What a oh. start it's been for oh the newly promoted side. This what just happened goal. on Monday. Wow. Golasso, wow, that is fantastic. I mean, this is a great it's one. It's great awareness, isn't it, to know where you are because your your back's to the goal when it comes in. It and backs to the goal oh. and you turn like and thump that. This is a team that's never been in the top flight before and it looks like they might stick around. And that was the equalising goal after they'd gone 2-0 down against Unbeaten after two. Yeah. Unbeaten after two as well. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight's locker room. We will be back on Friday, same time, same place.